0: Yo uh. huh uh. yo yo, yo. Yo, hey yo, never will it stop Handguns with double-digit shots I move work on other niggas' blocks Leave out the club with another niggas' watch Body that man and let other niggas watch Only thing worse than a coward Is a coward with power Gotta kill him in the shower hour. beats is knocking, hooks is rare hurt my spot, nobody ain't put me here Heard my block, I had a fiend cooking with beer Like the Bobby Womack of crack Might see me in the burgundy thing Or the black on black Matter of fact, go get your chrome. Cause I'd rather be broke together than rich alone Clapping them down, backing them down uh, Fuck whatever happened before, I'm what's happening now Now gangsters live, gangsters die Grab your guns, soldiers ride so Welcome
1: to Yakuza Kick, 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 Kick Radio ones, Hot Tag Podcast, post, podcast Collaboration girls, Show Company nigger. I'm your host, J. Cat Morris, with me is Shaheen What's going on, man? What's going on, on dude? Nine, Chilling nine out pounds
0: we missed out last week i think right
1: yeah which well, just loads us up for the following week if we do miss a week you know we're coming back with fucking loaded for bear as they say
0: yeah of course if there's enough content we'll do it weekly but um you sure know, like the indie shows it's it's not one of those shows you want to just try to like read results or fucking try to squeeze out things that you already talked about so if there is a ton of topics we'll do it weekly if not then we'll skip a week and we'll come back with a yeah. hoist amount of topics. So we got a ton of shit to get into. We got, obviously, some news bits, which uh, we'll get into right now. And then we'll talk about the Wolf of Wrestling, which, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for a little bit. But, um, yeah. Jay, Jersey All Pro happened uh, last night. It did. I was supposed to be at the show. However, my uh, knee's pretty shot, so I, I kind of didn't want to you know, sit for fucking five, six hours around insanity and uh so it, was, it just wasn't worth the risk because if and i don't have insurance right now so if it's going to get worse i'd rather uh take that risk for like you know the gcw show um so i skipped out on this one but uh apparently mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a good show i mean from what i hear they drew about 250 to 300 people which is a lot less than typical jersey yeah. all pro at Rawway. Um,
1: yeah that's not good
0: yeah how many would you say they usually draw at Rawway? i mean you've been there i've been there for like a good show, I would say a good five six hundred at least, right?
1: At least, yeah. I mean, yeah, I know some of those inv- anniversary shows have brought in like a, I think like a thousand, but yeah, um, yeah. I'd say probably you know five six hundred easy. I don't know. I I would consider two three hundred like a a pretty big hit. I don't know. It seems like they spent a lot as far as bringing guys in, but I don't know. I mean i don't know their books or anything like that so uh but it it doesn't seem like a success by any stretch of the imagination i know um monster mac was on your show talking about if we don't do well that's the last show or we'll do another one and call it a day they seem like they were setting up some more shit so i don't feel like they're ready to box up just yet but i think the next show's got to do bigger numbers or we might be talking about the end there i don't know
0: yeah i i think uh and I hate to say it, man, but I think 2018 is, is definitely probably going to be the last year you see Jersey All-Pro. I mean, w- without Fat Frank, man, you just saw this coming eventually, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, my bigger thing besides, you know, obviously Fat Frank being the heart and soul of that company, but uh, the, the direction that Steve Max trying to take the company in and, you know, quote-unquote build talent, I think that shit is the death of that company. This worldwide shit where they put on like a, a, a shindy, more or less. They put on a shindy show and called it Jersey All Pro and that shit will kill any company. I don't think, you know, some vision of building the future through these guys who are working for free on, on your your worldwide taping that's supposed to promote your bigger shows and and then some kind of plan on taking um you know, the main characters that your hit squad, your low key or homicide off of shows in order to bring in the wave of the future. I, I don't think that there's any money in that, but, um, I, I still think that that has the majority to do with the fact that mop wants nothing to do with it. So it's easy to just say through Steve max mouth, you know, yeah, we're, we're looking to do this and this instead, but they're already hinting at low key matches. So that, that's obviously not part of it, so I, I don't
0: know. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a case of them realizing it was a mistake not to use a lot of those um, you know, original guys. Um, but I, I I know for sure, man. I mean, talking to a couple people, I know Moff kind of doesn't want to have anything to do with it. He's kind of yeah. over the hit squad thing. I think probably against the Hate Club is going to be one of the last matches you see um, the hit squad in. Monster Mac doesn't really need to be on the card anymore. He's He's getting ready to wrap it up. Um, so all you got is like low key and Homicide and I think you probably will see them on, on future shows not sure why sure. Homicide wasn't booked for this because he was there um, he cut right. a promo so I don't know why the fuck he wasn't just in a match but uh, I don't know like a Homicide against uh, let's let's say like Homicide against fucking I don't know Matt Riddle or, or Keith Lee or any of those dudes would have been a, a lot better than putting Kyle the Beast against Matt Riddle to me that was a waste and, um, I've heard great things about that match. I'm not taking anything away from it, but just on card, it doesn't look that impressive.
1: Yeah. I mean, people are gushing about that match. Like it's the best thing ever. So uh, again, on paper, I didn't think it was a great setup either, but you know, I, I mean, if it was that great, then great. But, um, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Cause I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it.
0: Yeah. And honestly, we probably won't see it for six months cause Jersey all pro typically takes them, uh, Good while to put the DVDs out. So,
1: yeah, it's crazy. I don't know who filmed this. I know that, um, at some point they had, um, uh, what is it? The, uh, the Matt Tremont company, um,
0: double stomp video. Uh,
1: double stomp. They had double stomp set to record it, um, maybe amongst others, but the, I, I think the day before, uh, Perry had posted something who's, you know, one of the guys who film it and he had posted, uh, Jersey All Pro, um, filming got canceled uh, so i will be going here instead and I was like oh shit so I hit him up and I said you know why canceled he's like oh, i don't know i guess maybe smart marks taping it but like kind of last minute they told him like yeah we don't need you guys so
0: And this is for uh, this show? Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a uh, Matron that's back in, you know, cuz I know they were handling all their all their videos and stuff and they're back with a new logo and stuff so maybe i I don't know dude i just I just mm. I don't know. It doesn't feel like the old Jersey All Pro. Let's let's put it that way, you know. Because no matter no matter how long they left, you know, when Jersey All Pro yeah. came back for our anniversary show, it's it still felt like JP, you know. I never yeah. kind of lost. Even I remember going to um JP after years that that what was it the Awakening or something like that, the match with mm-hmm. like, Chris Dickinson and Low Key, and I came back and there in the Rawway Center, Raleigh Rec Center, and I'm like, holy shit, this is JP. I feel yeah. like I haven't lost anything, and, and it had been going for like five years or whatever. You know, I was like, "Holy oh, shit, yeah. this is yeah, this feels like a JAP show." Yeah,
1: and, and honestly, I think you know if you're gonna do that type of shit where you're like, "Oh, you know, us, we're off the card," which again, I never bought that. I really think that that stems more from the Mac moth situation. But if you're just gonna say, "Hey, we're taking our our," our go to guys off the card to make room for other guys. You gotta do some sort of passing the torch through those guys and through matches with those guys where it seems like you're you're passing the torch, not just disappear them off the card out of nowhere. You know, their their last big matches they had, you know, the the hit squad and um you know the um
0: it's against each other. What?
1: Yeah, it was the Hit Squad versus, uh, you know, Homicide and and Loki and Joker and you know that that thing. So you go off of that, and then you just go, okay, no more. Like that's that, that's clearly not the way to do it. I mean, if WWE just like remove their top selling stars, I mean, sure they'd, they'd survive. That's probably a bad example, but any company that just takes like their top top stars off the show completely with no explanation and then goes, well, uh, watch these other guys instead. They're probably going to take somewhat of a financial hit.
0: Um, as far as this Jersey All Pro Show, I know Schlack lost to Michael Elligan. Um, mm-hmm. I, I kind of expected that. I didn't. I didn't hear anything uh, too crazy out of this match, but I do know Schlack uh, apparently attacked Kyle the Beast after the Matt Riddle and Kyle the Beast match. So they're kind of setting up an angle with Schlack and Kyle the Beast uh, for like a future Jersey All Pro Show, I guess. Um, he also came in with this guy, uh, something Brody. Um, this tall dude that was that was on the worldwide tapings. I don't know. He looks like a shindy guy. I, I don't know. I don't really know much about him. I don't want to say he's the complete shits, but I guess it's him and Schlack setting up an angle against Call the Beast, and then LaFisto came in and uh, they attack LaFisto. So I guess it's gonna be Call the Beast and LaFisto against um, Bronson and Schlack on the next show, which is fine. You know, it's, it, it is what it is, but. I, sure. I don't know. I don't know about that being a schlack match though, man. I don't I kinda don't want to see a uh, Lofisto and Schlack in a fucking ring I really. Yeah,
1: I I don't know. I'm not big on Schlack being in tag team matches, honestly. Like I, I think he's money enough that him just going one on one with guys I think is, is the way to go. But you know. It's tough because, you know, he's young in the business, but not young overall. So it's like you want to see him grow and become even better of a wrestler and be able to handle all the things better, but how much time does he have to really do that
0: as well? So I, I don't know. Yeah, um, I think a Schlag versus, for example, Homicide match is is something I'd like to see on the next show. You know, something something sure. simple, nothing too crazy. You know, I'm sure they'll have a good match. And um, you know, I heard you say something about it on your show with a uh, you know DJ Colin Schlag Green. Um, yeah. Nate Hatred was another guy that called him green um, yeah. and honestly he might be a little green but you know what he's fucking money he's, you know you don't need to wait for this guy three years to polish up and get where he needs to be when he has a year left in the business capitalize on it right now put him in the ring with fucking good people that can you know work with him and help him out and protect themselves and fucking just just get some fucking dream matches out there man I mean there's so many guys that he could go against that mm-hmm. just just fucking money and people are just just sitting on it. I mean, CZW will get into it, but these fucking tag matches. Dude, was like, oh, this yeah. guy, this guy should Terrible. be the main event every fucking show. Why is he, you know, barely in a match? Just that's uh, awful.
1: Yeah. Awful,
0: awful. Yeah. And I'm sure he's probably not happy about it either. You know, he knows he knows how over fucking he is. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see him getting booked for Jersey All Pro. Do you see fucking DJ Hyde returning to <laughs> to Jersey All Pro?
1: No. Nah. And the only reason he was brought into the last one was because they told him that he can have a CDW showcase match with no fucking knowledge that they, he was going to throw himself into it. And then he just did. So.
0: Well, my point is, you don't see him returning because he's fucking money. <laughs> but right. You see Schlack being booked and setting up an angle because they plan on using him again, obviously. Mm hmm. But, um,. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'll have to check out this Matt Riddle and Kyle the Beast match though, because I've seen a ton of people putting it over, saying it's match of the year, and you know every match needs to try to you know catch up to this match and best thing you'll see all year. Uh, take this match on tour. Every promotion should have should be booking this match. Honestly, with so many good fucking matches this year, dude, I can't I can't see this being up there as as one of the matches of the year. And again, I'm I'm judging blinded. I haven't seen it yet. But you know mm-hmm. all the Omega and Okada matches. You're trying to tell me this is better than that? I, I I don't know if I buy that.
1: Yeah, I think people just love to say that. Honestly, as soon as they see a good match, they're just like, "Magic year, Magic year." I think that's just like a fucking popular thing to say.
0: Or even better than Teddy R and, and Joey Janela, the first one. I, I don't see this topping that honestly. Mm. No, but we'll see. It is what it is. I know uh, Black Cheese I guess retained the title. Which, yeah. Uh, Good for him. I, didn't, I mean, Keith Lee's a big fucking dude, you know.
1: Yeah, I seen. Uh, he was also managed out there by Julius Smokes, which I thought was pretty nice. cool.
0: Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love that dude. Yeah, I love seeing him and Homicide together, man. That duo is fucking is gold together. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. as far as uh, anything else on Jersey All Pro, obviously we haven't seen it, but uh, just those were uh quick little bits that I got from the show. But we'll see what happens. Um, IWA Mid South. You want to talk about this yeah. real quick?
1: Yeah. Um, apparently, they posted pretty much kind of leading up to these past few shows that, like, look if if we don't start getting better attendance, like, don't be surprised when the shows stop happening. Like, you could really see like the like the frustration building through Ian and and you know what they're doing over there. They were running two times a week, which honestly is fucking nuts, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know. I I've never run a company or anything, but I just feel like that's that's got to be hard to accomplish, like good houses and continuous earning. Um, but they were running Thursday and Saturday shows every week, and I think they put a little bit more into their Saturday shows as far as talent. Um. Just from what I gather, you know, from from watching their cards pop up and stuff like that, and they started to say things like, you know, our Thursday houses could, you know, handle being a little lighter, but Saturdays, we really need you guys to show up more than any ever, and I just, they just kept taking a beating, kept taking a beating, and um, Ian finally had enough, and uh, I mean, he's he's disgruntled, you could see somebody shit that he's posting, like, you know, pretty much yelling at the fans for not fucking showing up, and It's a shame. But um, February 3rd is apparently the last IWA Mid-South show ever, um, at least according to what he's saying. He's had a lot of health problems, too. So it's not even something where I I think, you know, a couple of years are going to go by and then it's going to come back. I think, you know, once he's done, he's done, I think, Um, you know, this type of thing's been said a lot in the past and, you know, Again, like wrestling retirements, they they come and they go. But I honestly think I've seen enough of the frustration, and he, I think he said he lost something like nine grand this year, you know, on um wrestling shows, you know. And I I just honestly think this is it. I would not be surprised at all. And um, yeah, it's a shame. I'm actually considering going out there for the uh, the late January shows with Jeremy.
0: Really, nice man. Yeah. Is it a, considering? Uh, yeah, I mean, if it's if it's gonna be like a Shindy show, uh, it's probably not worth it. But
1: no, no, I mean, they already booked um uh, RSP versus Nick Gage for that. Oh, okay. See, like that's 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 worth it. Going, they're gonna stack that fucking card. If it, if it's like the final shit, it he's gonna fucking take one more beating, and <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking massive card, I'm sure. So
0: yeah, I mean, again, it... I'm I'm considering it. Dude, I, I don't know if I can drive out there. I don't know if I have the patience for that. But if they, if if that card is good, man, I'll probably, I'll probably fly out there and try to watch that shit. Because I've always nah, wanted hop, to do an IWA Mid South. Just hop in with us. That'd be fun. Dude, I, I don't know if I can sit through fucking sixteen hours of driving, man. I'm gonna shoot myself before I get there. But nah, uh, i will be alright. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I definitely want to check out an IWA Mid South show before, uh, before they hang it up. Because I mean, that's that's one promotion <laughs> I've never got to see. Pretty much seen like yeah. all the different promotions I've wanted to see other than P W G and maybe like uh yeah, yeah, P W G A W. Those are like probably the only companies other than IWA that I haven't had the opportunity to see. So would love to see that sometime. But uh, yo, I got some yeah. breaking fucking news right here, bro. Okay. I don't know why this nobody's talking about this. Uh, I don't see it on any of their fucking Facebook pages or anything. But uh, Jimmy Jacobs, right? Yeah. So obviously he left WWE. Um He's got a new gimmick going. His his new gimmick is the unprofessional Jimmy Jacobs.
1: Yeah, it's retarded. He's coming into CCW. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah,
0: he's coming to CCW. I didn't know about this. Did you? No. This is out. Huh. I, I just went on their website. I don't see it anywhere else, really. Um, yeah,
1: like a week ago or something, they, they announced it.
0: Uh, thoughts on this one, man? Are you are you a Jimmy Jacobs fan? Are you looking forward? to Nah, I don't give there? a shit. <laughs> you don't give a shit at all about Jimmy Jacobs. No, nah,
1: nah. and you know they they even put it on like I think on their website or something like CCW legend. It's like hold up, fuck up, bro. <laughs> like he's not a CCW legend. He worked there, but like that that wasn't a thing. I mean, if you want to call him like an ROH legend, maybe you could land a little closer to home because he did the whole Age of the Fall thing and it was way way bigger, but. You know when he was wrestling fucking um, you know Viking. Alex Shelley a million times, and uh, he had that you know the, yeah a little Viking gimmick and shit mm-hmm. with the furry boots, and um he he was you know fighting with G's over fucking Becky Bayless who he was dating at the time. Like the, he wasn't a CZW legend through his work there, so let's let's settle down. I don't think it's a draw either. So again, I think it's a dumbass CZW move, but you know that's all they do these days— is stupid
0: fucking things. See, I actually think it's a good move because I, I think he's, mm-hmm. he's probably yeah. a hot ticket right now. Dude, anybody that gets released from from WWE immediately, people are gonna come out and watch him.
1: Well, I think anyone who gets a, a, a re- immediately released from the D- WWE is costs a shitload more money. So I don't I don't know that it pays for what it's what it's going to cost them?
0: yeah I mean, i'm sure they're probably going to lose money uh i don't think he's going to draw any more people let me put it that way i think well, that's i think people would yeah. be excited for it but i don't think mm. people are going to come in just for jimmy jacobs but uh yo i actually that whole um becky bayless and 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 black cheese angle from back in the day um wasn't that like based off like a shoot like didn't didn't oh yeah it was real shit yeah what's the story behind that? Cuz I remember that angle from back in the day, but I never like I remember he like grabbed her ass at one show and he got pissed. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah,
1: that was that's pretty much where it stemmed from and and then there was, you know, just heat backstage and and uh I think G's told a story on my show too wow wow back like years ago. And um it was something like he was like grabbing his like he had that spike and he was like holding on to the spike backstage like he was going to do some shit with it. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. So, But, yeah, he, he like, held on to that shit for years, and, like, really, like, he would just, like, talk about G's, like, real shitty on shoot interviews and stuff, and it was just ridiculous.
0: But, yeah. yeah, I remember that shit, man. I totally forgot that happened, actually. That's hilarious. But, yeah, I guess Jimmy Jacobs, I don't know. He, he's wrestling, so I'll, who the fuck would they even put against a Jimmy Jacobs? I don't know. Maybe uh, Jimmy Lloyd. <laughs> it probably is, dude. It probably he put, they put him against Sammy Callahan. You know, I'm sure yeah, Sammy wasn't cheap. Maybe yeah. a Janela. I mean, it doesn't really make sense because he's got that whole deal with the uh, uh, Feinstein.
1: Yeah, well, he just won the the Wired title, so yeah, they could they could have a defense of that.
0: No, I don't think that's a match that's ever happened either. So that'd be that'd be kind of cool, I guess. But yeah, Jimmy Jacobs. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, speaking of Joey, he was at PWG over the weekend. Yeah. And someone else that was there was Ron Jeremy sitting with Dave Meltzer. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I guess he's got narcolepsy. Just fucking falls asleep just out of nowhere. <laughs> Well, this dude was just yeah. fucking passed out. I don't know. If, I don't know if the, the dick flips weren't impressive enough since he's in the business, you know. I, I don't know what the case was, but that shit put him to sleep apparently, because there was a ton of pictures of Ron Jeremy fucking just falling asleep in the middle of PWG. And uh, I hope they got this on camera, man. I want to see this DVD. I want to see if they acknowledge Ron Jeremy just fucking passing out for half the show.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny seeing screenshots of that. Just fucking head down like and you know pwg crowd is wild as fuck man like they don't really sit on their hands like they're they're fucking up and they're fucking active and popping and yelling and And he's just just fucking dead to the world
0: no (laughs) i mean yeah dude i mean they give him fucking gallons of beer over there so mm -hmm. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a wild crowd um, all right, so we got a couple main things to get into. But before we get into that, I want to mention one more match that happened over the weekend that kind of caught my eyes. Uh, Nick Gage and Joey Janela were supposed to go against the Faces of Fear, which is a barbarian and Haku Mang, whatever you want to call him.
1: Joey, mm-hmm.
0: um, I'm guessing he canceled this book and because he and took the PWG one. Because it, yeah. it was originally supposed to be Joey Janela and Nick Gage, I believe, going against mm-hmm. uh, the Faces of Fear. I would have preferred just them getting fucking Nate Hatred, man. Just imagine the hate club going against the faces of fear. That's something that I'd actually want to see, you know? Yeah. But Jimmy Lloyd did not fucking fit in this match, dude. I don't... And honestly, I don't know what's going through, through Jimmy Lloyd's mind, man, because this gotta this got to be surprising to him, too. You know, this kid's like 19 years old. Imagine being 19 years old, and you get to fucking work all these people... And he was just like a fucking piece of shit last year that nobody gave it, nobody gave a shit about. Now he's getting booked he against Callahan name. and all these people. It's crazy, man. It's nuts.
1: Yeah, I don't know. He's just being force-fed on the fucking indie crowd. I just, I can't tolerate it. A lot of people love him, so what can I say? But, um, yeah, I mean, the Janela thing's weird because, you know, he was advertised for that shit for months. And I understand the PWG being the better booking. Believe me, I understand that, but... I don't know why that the, it was just announced that like yeah he's not going to be on this show pretty much the week of the show. Um I feel like he had to have known longer before that. I mean maybe he told them and they just didn't want to say anything until closer to the show. I I don't know, but yeah, it just came off weird. I don't give a fuck about the match now though.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, and another reason they probably cho- chose uh Jimmy Lloyd was cuz it's probably cheaper, obviously. You know, I'm sure Gage went up there with Jimmy Lloyd. You know, fucking they, they save money on travel. It's 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 a cheaper deal. But uh sure. yeah, I would've I would've loved to see a hate club against them, but that was ruined. Um a little little recap from your interview with Masada from a couple weeks ago. Um mm-hmm. and we'll get into the whole Lucha Underground thing. I guess we can segue into that. But uh yeah. Ka- Sammy Callahan, he's he's in Lucha Underground right now, which I think this was our last week on, on air, unfortunately. We'll see if there's a fourth season, but I, I don't know. I, this may have been the last one. But, uh... Oh, really? They're,
1: they're not renewed or whatever the case no, is? I don't
0: think so, no. Oh, okay. No. So, we'll see what yeah. happens with that, man. Because I, I love Lucha. I thought... But it just... It costs so fucking much money. Because, I mean, you've seen some of the, the clips. It, yeah. it costs a lot of money to make that shit, dude. It's, I mean, they, it's a it's a full-blown studio. It's not some fucking indie shit. You know, it's... The quality of, of of you know, the videos and all that stuff just it's it's up there with WWE if not better honestly, so yeah. Uh, good for those guys, but hopefully they come back. But um, Sammy Callahan was going against I th- I think uh, Mil Mil Muertes is that who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: and uh, Brian Cage in a three way.
0: Right, right, right. And I guess Sammy Callahan gave uh, Brian Cage the skewers, which um, yeah. Kind of ticked off Masada. Let's let's talk about this, man. What are your whole thoughts of everybody basically stealing his gimmick, especially people that are friends with him or so-called friends with him, like Sammy Callahan? And uh, overall thoughts on this match, if you saw any clips or pictures of it.
1: I mean, I saw a couple of clips. I mean, I, I don't really know what to say about it. I haven't seen like enough of the match to really comment on the match quality or anything like that. But, I mean, these guys are awesome, so I, I, I'm i sure it was good. But um, as far as the skewers, I mean – Masada is, is not a guy that keeps his opinions to himself. He's not a guy who you're not going to know how he feels about certain things. And he's made it very clear that this shit is not okay to, to do his shit. Like he's, he's not one of those dudes. that's like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no problem. Like, no, he's, he's not fucking okay with you doing his shit. So, but you know, I mean, a lot of people just do what the fuck they want to do and and then plead ignorance like oh, i had no idea but man, you know. but um yeah he's he's fucking pissed i know you know they they try to put him in the jml and this and that and you know i talked to shane strickland last week and asked him you know what does that mean and he you know said oh if you don't know you don't know and i said well fucking masada doesn't know and you know he's supposed to be in the in the, the little group there and he goes, oh, Masada, you know, doesn't even know what he's thinking half the time or some shit like that. And I guarantee you that comment wouldn't flow well with him. I don't think that he's as cool as, with those cats as they think he is, honestly, because, um, again, with the skewers, I don't think that they'd take that move if they didn't think, oh, I'm in the clear because that's my boy. But he, he's not so fucking happy with those guys at the moment, especially Sammy Callahan with that move. And honestly, being the booker of CZW, you know he's not happy with that either with, with what's gone yeah. on there. So I have a feeling that was a big turning point for Masada and Sammy, as far as the, uh, their relationship as quote unquote friends.
0: So who exactly is in this JML thing? Is it like the Ohio's for killers? Callahan, yeah. Strickland, I guess Masada, but he doesn't know about it. Who yeah. Else is he's in not this? really.
1: Um, I think they said Tommy end is, and, it, and I, apparently he does a little, uh, hand sign which is like the spider-man or i love you sign uh you know he does that shit on tv apparently i don't really watch any of this stuff so uh, i couldn't tell you um yeah pretty much like everyone in the state of ohio is in it um i think lebron james is in it um (laughs) alex alex cologne yeah like everybody in ohio and then um David Starr was in it, but now he's not friends with uh, Strickland anymore. So maybe he's not in it. But like the JML brothers said, not to talk about it. So then maybe he's still in it. If you ask Sammy, I, I don't fucking know. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's um just another one of these kayfabe smashers, where it's just like. We're all really really good friends even though if you see us wrestling in the ring we're we're brothers and like are, are enough already. Just fucking you're not benefiting anybody who's a fan of wrestling or is even a fan of your matches. You're not benefiting anybody by telling me how much you love this fucking guy. Like it's it's really it, it comes off gay to me.
0: Yeah, I guess is there like a backstory to this? Like when when did they start this clip? cuz I never even heard about it until uh he talked I gotta about the show.
1: Yeah, I got to go back and watch or try to skim the Sammy Callahan interview. He did like a shoot um after he came out of the WWE and possibly the closet. Um he uh he said some shit and he was doing I think he explained it. I want to say he explained it or at least the closest to an explanation we've ever gotten. And he did, like, the thing with his hand, like, the I love you sign, and then he, like, pointed at it, like, here's the J, and here's the M, and here's the L, and it's, like, it means something for, for like, us, and it's, like, I, I don't know if he even fully explained it, but it was just that, and it was just, like, their little, like, fraternity bond type thing, I don't know, it's fucking weird. It's, it's, it's unnecessary.
0: Like a, it's like a knockoff of like the click and the BSK of the indies, I guess. Wow. I guess, yeah. So, Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But Lucha Underground has uh, definitely uh, put on a, a decent amount of death matches in the last year or two. And yeah. Even Brian Brian Cage, I saw like they were messing with glass and stuff. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on here?
1: Dude, and when they did those skewers, that was, like, in the top of his fucking head. That wasn't, that wasn't like, your average spot either.
0: It shows in, like, the crown
1: of his fucking head. Like, yeah. holy shit, dude.
0: Yeah, man, he fucking he pierced through his skull. It wasn't the forehead or anything. But, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Big ups to that dude for taking it because, Jesus. And, honestly, man, I, I'm more shocked by all these wrestlers, like, uh, like a Ace Romero or AR Fox or now Brian Cage and all these all these random dudes that you wouldn't really expect to do light tubes and glass. Um and seeing them do it in other promotions anywhere but CZW they'll do it apparently. Uh, yeah. So the, the place known for tubes you'll get it in fucking Ohio instead at Rockstar Pro or some shit like that. I don't know. we mm-hmm. We'll see. But uh the last last bit of news that I got I guess I guess this is the 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 breaking news of the week that that's Got everybody fucking talking about it. Uh Teddy Hart. Let's talk about Teddy Hart. Because um, this is really disappointing, man. I mean, I-, I thought the guy was having a good run. Every fucking time, man. Teddy Hart has a run. Some shit happens. And it's just, you know, it's 86th. It's it's done. You know? And this is no different than any other run that Teddy Hart has had. Because Next weekend he was supposed to go against Desmond Xavier at Hybrid. Um, he was supposed to go against Chris Dickinson at Beyond, and he was also supposed to go against Joey Janella and Arby, Arby Allen, Darby Darby Allen. Darby, yeah, Allen. Yeah. Darby Allen yeah Darby Allen Darby Allen
1: at Ar- GCW Arby Allen
0: Arby Darby you know Arby's what, <laughs> but the crazy dude the the skater dude, um, yeah yeah so. <laughs> Less than a week from the show, he basically says that he has to cancel all his bookings for the rest of the 2017 and possibly 2018 because he has <laughs> to be a man. He has to be a man and he has to face his challenges and his issues that he's been avoiding for years, I guess. Um this all stems back to Texas. We don't really know exactly what happened in Texas. I don't know what the fuck this guy did, but uh apparently some legal issues. Um he's going back to Texas to face it like a man and we have to find fill-ins for for the rest of the week for Teddy Hart's bookings and the rest of the year, actually. So thoughts on this whole situation, if you know anything about it. uh, We'll do some predictions as far as who might be replacing them for these shows because obviously this is the last show we're doing before these shows happen. So we'll do predictions and all that stuff tonight, too. But, yeah, let's get into Teddy Hart. Thoughts?
1: Yeah. um, I don't know what the charges are or anything like that, but if he's going to spend at least a year away. Um, I'm... I'm happy about it. Obviously, he's entertaining, but I think he's an absolute piece of shit for a guy who's just benefited from animals, you know, um, abuse and breeding for money and all that shit that he was doing. Um, he's an animal abuser and I think he's a scumbag as a person. Um, so I don't give a fuck who likes that, who doesn't like that, who says, well, he's really nice to me. And no, those are trained performers. The cats, I've worked with cats for 16 fucking years now. I don't need some asshole from Canada who carries a fucking cat into a crowded arena that's screaming and sits it on the turnbuckle to tr- educate me on animals. Believe me, I know far more about animals than these fucking people who, who involved themselves with animals they dabble in animals but are fucking professional wrestlers like i don't need anyone's education on that and um you know my love for animals trumps any fucking i don't give a motherfucker about wrestling compared to anything that i do with animals uh that that's my life so anyway i don't i don't have any like oh that's such a shame that teddy's gone i wish he'd be locked up for the shit he did with with the cat um honestly so it is what it is um obviously the people who are entertained by his wrestling and and pretty much everyone should be for the most part i mean he's very entertaining as a wrestler i could i could watch people and say they're entertaining but i'm not gonna like support them financially or you know you know represent them with a t-shirt or anything like that but yeah i mean it's it's a hit to any company that was gonna book him because he is you know he he has money i mean he He's very entertaining and he's a draw and he's controversial and all the kind of things that brings fans in and makes people interested in wrestling. So, you know, Chris Dickinson and Teddy was supposed to happen once before and uh, GCW decided that Dickinson wasn't worth 50 extra dollars and they didn't book him for that. Strickland um, was the replacement. So now we're talking about, you know, a week out at least three shows that have to find another you know replacement so yeah
0: so um i guess the first one is hybrid okay Um, he was supposed to go against desmond xavier i know uh they've tried for ar fox zach saber jr are there i know you threw out arcadia i know that's not a big enough name um I, th- I think they're mm-hmm. looking for for like a big name because Teddy Hart was a big mm-hmm. draw on the show. You know, they don't want to disappoint. Yeah. I
1: think when you get a big name like that and they you lose them on the show, I don't think it's easy. I think it's easier said than done to just find another really big name on a week's notice to fucking patch into your show. I think the best thing you could do at that point is scrap the fact that that match is going to be a draw by itself but then put on the best wrestling match you can to fill in. So people go, like, really sucked initially that Teddy Hart wasn't there, but, man, fucking Arcadia and Desmond Xavier tore it the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, for a match that wasn't even supposed to happen, those guys tore it the fuck up. Either Desmond Xavier, if you can get, you know, one of his other JML buddies, a fucking uh, Trey Miguel or one of those guys or Zachary Wentz someone who has, like, tremendous chemistry with and let them just rip it the fuck up in the ring. I, I think that's honestly your best bet and probably the guys who are going to be a little bit more available.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'd be fine with a homicide and Desmond Xavier. I know homicide is okay. around this weekend, so that's that's a okay. possibility. Um, another thing that I think would be kind of cool is uh, I know half of the Murder Murder by Kicks is booked for this. Um, I would take the tag team because one of them is going against Matt Tremont. I forget his name. Do you you remember his name? Ken Broadway? Ken Broadway, yeah. He's going against Matt Tremont. So I I would take... I would cancel that match. I would take Murder by by Kicks and I would put them against um, Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz. I would make that Hmm. a tag match. Yeah, I would make that a tag match. And I try to get for like a Schlack versus Tremont, or like a Homicide versus Tremont, you know. Yeah. Try to switch it around like that. Um, yeah. Another one: Shane Strickland and Desmond Xavier. They've had matches in PWG and CZW. Sure. Um, yeah. I'm sure they could kill it. That's. that's I don't a know how available
1: he is. Um, the the thing. I mean, you know, clearly if you look at uh joe gacy's facebook i think he's available every month of the the uh every week of the month he's he'll say like i have opening dates and then he pretty much just posts a picture of like the entire calendar um so i mean if you wanted him there but uh i don't think they do so yeah
0: yeah i don't know man i think the best bet is to probably uh bring in a homicide and switch around some some matches, because I'm sure people aren't gonna complain if they don't get Matt Tremont and Ken Broadway. You know what I mean? And I, I like both guys, but it's not a matchup that's like, oh shit, I, I have to see Ken Broadway, and Matt Tremont now. I feel like if they get right. Homicide and and um Tremont, you'd probably get a better match out of that, and uh, yeah. you probably, probably put on a fucking hell of a tag team match with you know um Wentz and Xavier against uh fucking. Death by uh, kicks. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Nick Gage and Nate Hatred is on that card also. I'm expecting that to be a great fucking match. Um, I don't know how much they can do in that building. I don't think you're going to get light tubes or anything. But um, Mm. I know they can use barbed wire and thumbtacks and all that stuff. So, I'm sure they'll they'll do as much as they can with that. Um, I know one match you're probably looking forward to is Eddie Kingston and Matt Riddle yeah
1: yeah that sounds dope and i i really don't i don't know if i've just missed it or whatever but promo should be coming out man like i don't understand how anyone books fucking tremont kingston slack and doesn't like hey please cut me a fucking promo before Gage. the show like yeah gauge like anything leading up to a show I, you know i think uh should should definitely be having them cut a promo because it's it's just gonna help sell tickets.
0: Well, especially nowadays with technology, dude. I mean, you can literally just text a guy like, "Hey, man, can you cut a 50 second promo and send it to me?" This dude just picks up the yeah. phone, hits record, FaceTimes, cut a fucking promo. You just <laughs> upload it within. You can literally have this up within five minutes of of that thought. You know, sure, like literally, absolutely. And there's apps where you can edit the video right on your phone. You know, like you can literally just produce a fucking promo on your phone from across America and have it uploaded onto your Facebook page and advertised within five minutes. This is not something that you need a production team for or anything, you know?
1: Yeah, honestly, you know, back in the day, CZW, uh, you know, not to jump to CZW or anything, but there used to be promos for every fucking match. And for there to not be now seems just asinine because, like you said, everyone... look. Here's your fucking homework. You're booked on this day. Your homework for, you know, before the show is produce a promo and get it to me so we can post it online before the show. Like how difficult is that to just make it part of the booking? You know, is it is it really that much to ask?
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But um another Teddy Hart match that needs to be filled in is the Beyond one. Beyonds announced uh, four matches. We got Joey Janela going against Michael Elegant. Um, I think that's the main event We got the hate club going against the hit squad Which is going to be fucking insane um, And then we have Teddy Hart Versus Chris Dickinson uh, Who the fuck Would you get for Chris Dickinson
1: I don't know but you know If If history repeats itself And Moff doesn't give a fuck about what Mac's doing Then Chris Dickinson teams with Mac Against the fucking hit squad Against the hate club You know cause I, I, I don't know I, mean, I would he, hate that. He claims, dude. I know, but I mean he claims that you know Moff really wants this and this and that, but Moff doesn't want any fucking thing else than Mac wants, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, as a possibility, there might be another opening, and then at least, you know, Dickinson versus the fucking hay club, you know, could could be some stiff shit, but it's obviously just on paper, it's not as cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know what Beyond's roster is like. I don't know who they can move around. I don't know who's available. I, You know, I guess you got GCW guys there, so you can maybe patch somebody in. Um, this is simple. If man. they could... Schlack. Yeah. Schlack's already Schlack there. Dickinson would be a bad motherfucker. Um, But they already have that Uh, Beyond versus uh, Pazuzu or whatever the fuck it is. So... I almost feel like Schlack was supposed to be in that, but seeing as they haven't announced it yet, schlack Dickinson would be cool as fuck, dude. Or, or do Gauge
0: and Dickinson again? Yeah, because I mean, the, the GCW team you could fill that up, dude. That's I mean, that's not a problem. They announced Matt Tremont for that. You need two more people, so you can do uh, yeah. Marcus Crane. I feel like and Jimmy Lloyd's gonna be one of them? Whether uh, I like nah, or not. I really hope not. Don't say that, to him, man. <laughs> Yeah, come on. I mean, the perfect team. I think he's the future
1: would of Deathmatch Wrestling.
0: I mean, I think what no, they were going for, it. what they were going for, probably if Teddy Hart showed up, was the GCW team was going to be Tremont Schlack and Gage against Team Pazuzu. I'm guessing that's probably the best one he could go with. Right, right. So they can they probably. can throw one of Marcus Marcus Crane in there. You know, take one of those guys out and put him against Dickinson. Whether it's Gage or Schlack, and have uh you know Marcus Crane do the match.
1: I think Marcus Crane's fucking bread and butter is just falling into the craziest shit on the planet. So I don't know if that that's really gonna work out. I mean, he can wrestle though.
0: You can throw G Raver yeah. in there. G Raver can wrestle his ass off.
1: G Raver, yeah, I'd, I'd go with G Raver. He could definitely wrestle. Marcus Crane might be okay, but I think I don't know that I've seen any like even mildly hardcore matches. Every one of his matches is just like falling into like wood chippers and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, okay.
0: There's, <laughs> there he goes again. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I mean, he does a uh, A W. He was teaming with. He was doing matches with like Loki and people like. He was just doing regular matches. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was okay. teaming with like Congo Kong, and he was doing matches. I just haven't seen it. I'm
1: not saying it doesn't exist no, or it doesn't great. happen. It just yeah. I haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, he's not great or anything. But I think yeah, I mean, you can throw G Raver in there, you know? You have a I think I think Beyond has it the easiest cuz there's a bunch of GCW guys already in town, so it's just like, oh, we'll just yeah, who wants to wrestle? Um, yeah. And um all right, well, let's talk about the GCW card. Yeah, I as far as the the
1: uh, you know, Teddy not being there, I think you just do Darby Allin and um Joey Janella, because they've they've worked once before or twice before on whatever show they worked on, and um, that shit was crazy. Like, they did some nutty spots. Janela handcuffed Darby, and he was doing fucking moonsaults handcuffed and dives to the outside handcuffed, and Darby's a bad motherfucker, man. He does some really cool innovative, dangerous shit, you know, without being, like, last matches or anything, because he's not really into that. At least as of, you know, him coming on my show, he wasn't into that. But, um, but yeah, he does like crazy nutty fucking bump shit that you know, it'll be very entertaining. I don't even think that they're hard up for a fucking replacement there. I think they'll be alright. What else is going on on there?
0: Uh you got Schlack and G Raver for the D T title. So I'm sure that'll be a good match. Um you also have Eli Everfly going against Tony Deppen. He was uh
1: he was um, uh, a star on the um, David Russell podcast um, webcam show, Eli Everfly. If you want to see how video podcasts are done, you got to check out the Eli Everfly David Russell podcast because that right there is a masterpiece.
0: Yeah. So you got Smiley, <laughs> Zenshi, Eli Everfly, and Tony Depp in a four-way. You also have Kyle mm-hmm. the Beast and Eddie Kingston, which should be a pretty decent match. Um, you got Ciclope going against Eric Ryan. And I believe you have, uh, what's that one dude's name? Um, Miedo Extremo going against yeah. Gage. Um, I don't know if there's anything else announced for this. I want, is, is Tremont on this? I, th- I felt like Tremont had a match on this. I'm sure. Yeah, I would think
1: so. He's the champion, so.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he's got to be on here. But yeah, I mean, it seems like a solid card. Yeah. Oh, and he also got the hooligans going against the the rejects, John Wayne Murdoch and Reed Bentley. Um, I still don't see fucking Tremont though. Hmm. That's really weird. Yeah, that's that's odd. Well. I'll uh, I'll see if I can find the the Tremont thing.
1: Yeah. But, uh,
0: let's talk about um, let's talk about CZW. Okay. Let's talk about CZW. In fact, you know what? Let's take a let's take a quick two minute break. Let's uh, play right. a song. I'll try to find the Tremont match, and then when we come back, we'll talk about the CZW.
1: All right.
0: CZW. Fire. Blood, for pride, survive. You can take any bone to break in Yeah. Like the night feel like the tribes that come to battle on this night. Ring the ring of fear, the feel of the war, that's where the lay the law. Lay the law, once again, prepare for war C-C-W for a knife or an eye to live and to die and be denied C-C-W Blood, survive, survive. to pride, to survive You're thinking you're going to break it, yeah Like the knives and like the tribes It comes to battle on this side Ring the field, the field of war That's where they lay the law Lady the Lord, again, to for All right, and we are back after the quick break. We're going to talk about CZW, the Wolf of Wrestling, coming from uh, where the fuck is this show coming from? Do you remember? I mean, it's coming from Sewell, Sewell
1: New Jersey, in uh, the Ratatouille uh, Kid <laughs> <Yes>. Center.
0: <laughs> Yo, is that seriously what it's called?
1: Nah, it's like a Rastatelli or some shit, but I call it the Ratatouille Kid Center.
0: Yeah, but uh, according to CZW, it's Sewell, New Jersey. You know, yeah. a company that has wow. a lot of history in Sewell, New Jersey, calls it Well. So... <laughs> Because <laughs> most of the people who fucking work
1: there now and commentate for it were like fucking ten years old when they were actually working in Sewell and have no idea what CZW used to be about. Maybe they've watched a couple tapes, but not enough to give a fuck about it because they know it's fucking Sewell, New Jersey, not Seawell. But whatever. I mean, uh, let's let's yeah, let's just get into
0: it. Yeah, but that's how we start the show with the with the commentary team welcoming you to Seawell, New Jersey, and yeah. Um, uh, let's let's get into the vibe of the building, because obviously it's a new building. Let's get that out of the way. What are your thoughts on the building? Because I hate the fucking the bed sheet okay. on the goddamn wall. Yeah. That fucking kills it <sighs> for me, dude.
1: Absolutely. That's the first thing you notice is hard cam all fucking show is you have a wrinkled fucking screen that looked like it came off of DJ Hyde's fucking bed that morning and they just fucking threw it up on the wall. It's not pulled tight. It's wrinkled. It looks like absolute shit. You also have your lights so fucking bright that like the screen doesn't pop. It looks like fucking like dull. If you could do something with your lighting so that way that screen looked crystal clear behind the wrestlers all show, it could be pretty fucking cool. But again, you're not paying attention to detail, which is just classic CZW, not classic like old school CZW, but like classic DJ Hyde. And they'll tell you time and time again, oh, we're making progress. We're moving in the right direction. But you look at it and it looks like a fucking startup project. It's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. And you guys should be able to fucking flip on the hard cam, go, okay, how does it look? Bring, Bring some anybody, anybody you know with standards. Fucking drag them over to the camera and go, hey, take a quick peek in here and see if it looks alright, because this is what we're going to stare at all show long. And they'll be like, no, that fucking thing on the wall looks terrible. What asshole hung that up? Do you have a fucking, a bungee cord, anything you could stretch that thing tight with? Nothing? Okay, well then fuck it. You know, it's horrible. And it doesn't go away. It's not like, hey, they caught one shot of this wall and it looked like shit. No, this is what you see all fucking show. So thanks guys you did a great job
0: yeah i think uh this this is screaming shindy dude i mean this is fucking like you have to go go see this to believe what they're doing because I, I think the the building itself has a lot of potential. i really like the fucking balcony above the entrance yeah like that could be some mm-hmm. cool shit you know how new jack did that in ecw how he jumped above the entrance that was like one of my favorite clips as a kid because it looked fucking yeah. crazy it's above the entrance they can do that now so it's it's got yeah. it's got benefits um It's a little closed in. I kind of like that. If they let people sit on the balcony where you almost feel like, you know, the old Elks Lodge where it's like the the crowd has fallen on top of you. Like, that's a really cool fucking thing that they can do. If they actually let people upstairs. I saw Lyle up there. But I don't know if if GA can fucking get up there. I'm going to try next show to get up on the balcony because that's where I'd like to sit. You know what I mean? I'm I'm away from everybody. It's probably like six, seven people. You know, just chill. Leave me the fuck alone. You know, you get to watch The Cage of Death. That would be crazy from up there. So it's got a lot of potential. The lights fucking killed it for me, dude. The lights are fucking bright as shit. How can you... Like, it, it boggles my mind that they actually let this type of shit happen. Like, nobody said, yo, man, that fucking bed sheet on the... I don't think that's going to fly. Dude. It doesn't look right. Look at it. Look at it, dude. That's, yeah. It's terrible. It's just a white sheet the whole show. But they're playing a clip. Yeah. You can't see anything. You see a white fucking sheet. Nobody ever said this to him. Like looked at it and said, "Maybe we should think this through." You know, let's just have a black wall. Let's, or maybe you know, pay somebody to fucking paint up a huge CZW logo and hang that up every show you have. You know, something other than yeah. a fucking bedsheet, dude. That's some that's some SWF shit right there. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like I said, and if you did something with the lighting, so what you played on that fucking screen throughout the matches or whatever would just have, like, a bold fucking background. It could look actually really, really professional, but the lights got to come low to the point where, you know, that's still going to pop behind them. And then, um, you know, the, yeah, the lights, it just looks like the fucking sun. It's like we have this fucking wrinkled bed sheet that looks like it came out of someone's fucking carry-on luggage. And then uh, we, we have the fucking sun. We also have the sun in the corner. So if we pan to the right a little bit, it's just looking directly into the sun, which they told you many times during that eclipse thing. It's not a good idea. So, um, yeah, I, I, I honestly think the, bil- the building looks awesome. I think the balconies, you know, obviously my – obviously i I'd like to sit in some kind of balcony too that sounds awesome to look down on it and even picture wise I think that sounds really cool. I think the fucking hard cam in the in the um the balcony would be a great look yeah um but um you know besides any of that too, spot wise is the first thing that sticks out to me. It's like, fuck man, they could do some crazy shit up there. You know, obviously you don't want to do it every show because you'll burn it out. But yeah, that sounds like an awesome idea. You know, they could do some shit with that. I would even work into some kind of ramp, you know, for like the cage of death, you know, that goes over there from the top of the cage up there type shit. it would be really cool shit. They need to do some innovative cage of death shit again because I really think they shit on themselves when they just did a random cage match, which was the cage of death in the middle of the year with Janelle and Tremont. Um. So, they got to make Cage of Death even that much bigger to stand way apart from just that random Cage of Death match that they did. Um, but, um, and I've, I also heard that even though it looks small, that they didn't even use all the space that they have. And seeing as they didn't fill that crowd, sure doesn't make sense if they can open up more. Doesn't make sense to open up more if you couldn't fill what you had already. But, um, yeah, Uh, the building looks great. The production looks like shit. Um, You know, the commentating was fucking trash. Like, I don't know if these guys were sharing a fucking mic, but it sounded like one guy was sitting fucking four rows back from the other guy that was talking. And then MLJ, who I think is fucking horrible at that shit, he's going from fucking ring announcing to fucking commentary every match. So, like, you see him stand in the ring, and a minute later, he's like, Yeah, I'm really excited for this match. It's like, Wait, what the fuck? Isn't that the guy that was just standing in the fucking ring a minute ago? It's like, Come on, guys. You can't get two of these people. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's going to change at all because they really, really like him. They think he's awesome. And, you
0: know, I mean. Yeah, I think. um, What can um, you do? I think the mic issue is is, I don't think they were sharing a mic. It's just one of their mics was going in and out the whole time. Again, with these <sighs> audio issues, like CZW is notorious for audio issues. You know, every yeah. time there's a promo, and I'll give them. Let's you know, I'll, I'll give them the positives too. The the video vignettes and stuff, top notch shit for indies. You know, the audio and the fucking bed sheets on the wall, dude, trash, fucking trash. You know, but I hey,
1: you know. know, you hear some shit like this, it's like. Yeah, we're getting into this match, and I'm really excited about these two guys. They have a little bit of history together. What do you think about it? Well, the thing about this match is, you know, (laughs) and it's like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) Like, one guy is right up on the mic, and it seems like the other guy got like GA tickets. (laughs) It's like the
0: the other guy's thought in line for fucking sodas or some shit. Like, he's he's getting a pretzel. (laughs) What the fuck? One dude is ringside, the other dude's doing commentary from the balcony, just screaming shit. Yeah. I can't see so, shit, dude. What can you see? No, they're up here. They're getting up here, dude. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. What? Yeah. It's going to be good. It's fucking awful shit, yeah. man. How hard is it to get some audio? If if I can, if, if you're in New Jersey and we can go live on this... We're doing audio right now. How can you not fucking figure it out and you're sitting next to each other? Like, come
1: on, dude. I have no clue, man. And they could hardwire everything. It's not like, you know, we're using, you know, wireless shit. You don't really need to. You could just run wires. I mean, I don't know. I know it's the first show in this building besides them doing dojo wars for one show and then going, oh, that didn't work out. We're going back where we came from. It's like, what the fuck?
0: I don't know. Yeah. I really, really hope somebody, um, they get enough complaints about the fucking bedsheets. Because I think that'll help out a lot, man. They have to take that off. That's If they continue to do that, man, I mean, I don't know how Dave Marquez, you know, this big businessman, they can't afford a fucking screen.
1: Who's Dave Marquez? Tremont owns half of the right. company. That's not.
0: Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Break breaking cafe. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Man. If you're talking about this world, worldwide wrestling national network of the universe and all this bullshit, don't put a fucking bed sheet on the wall.
1: Is Dave Marquez the lucha gimmick that Matt Tremont does in the other company? Isn't that, isn't that the lucha gimmick he does?
0: I actually never knew about that until I watched that cannibal shit. I was like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. is Matt Tremont, and then he, he changes into Dave Marquez and wrestles in a mask.
0: Yeah. Part owner That's of all. CCW.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then he has a benefit show for himself.
0: Sure. But uh let's get let's get into the matches real quick. We had uh, okay. Kit Osborne going against David Starr in what a, a fucking two minute match, maybe?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um uh kit wins with a sunset flip bullshit finish, um, just out of nowhere. Um out comes the fucking over push mid carter. And um he offers kid a shitty gimmick and he declines. Um now Gacy's out there in the fucking mask. He's got the fucking beard coming out of the bottom, he's got the hair coming out of the back, and the announcers go, I'm pretty sure this is Joe Gacy now. <laughs> it's like
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know, man. <laughs> and it sounds just like him too, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, like uh, at first they're like is this, is this joe gacy i don't know a lot of people wear that mask and then like like a minute or two go by and it, yeah i'm pretty sure this is gacy now yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm glad they put you guys on the case because uh <laughs> jesus fucking christ yeah you know yeah i'm not feeling this gacy gacy
0: NWO, oh, no. shit man it's not it's yeah not this right
1: isn't now. this isn't done so i like we'll to talk siren, more about
0: man. it as the show goes yeah i like the siren I'll give him that.
1: I like that. Yeah, but... the siren's cool. It kind of like you know reminds you that someone should be arrested for
0: booking this. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not it's not it just doesn't fit him. Um, Dan Barry, I I don't that guy deserves so much more than to be Gacy's yeah. fucking you know bag carrying boy. It's, it's it come on man.
1: Yeah, we'll get back into the Gacy thing because it obviously doesn't end here, unfortunately. So.
0: Um, We had the return of JT Dunn to CZW and he uh, came in with some dude named Josh Briggs, which I I wasn't impressed by. But uh, JT Dunn defeated Johnny Silver, Space Monkey was making his debut, and Trey Miguel, who was uh, Mm -hmm. also making his debut. Thoughts on uh, these four guys? Obviously, we're both familiar with uh, Johnny Silver and JT Dunn, but uh, more so Space Monkey and Trey Miguel.
1: I like this match a lot. This is... I mean, possibly my favorite match of the show. Um, I never, I've seen Space Monkey's name on a shitload of cards and, you know, heard him being mentioned. It's not like I've never heard of the guy I have. I don't know that I've actually watched a Space Monkey match before, and I'm a big fan of this fucking guy now, Um, from his entrance where he comes out and actually walks like a monkey. Like, if you see the way he comes walking out, it looks like a fucking primate. And, uh, you know, from that to the tail, to the, you know, the, the, um you know the monkey noises during the match i think he works fucking awesome i, I like this guy's whole gimmick um i, I think he's great I, I like this guy um trey mcgwell's really talented i haven't seen him before i've heard some things about him and obviously you know everybody who lives in ohio or is available to be booked in CCW now because sammy has got the the book um so uh, but i think this is one of those guys that that deserves it um and yeah, this was a good four-way overall. JT Dunn won, which I think was just the most predictable thing in the world. Because, again, one guy out of a four-way had a big-ass promo going into the match. Well, I wonder who the fuck is going to win this match. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't make any sense for anybody else but the one guy who had a promo package going into the match to win it. So he kind of revealed that one beforehand. Um, but yeah, this, this was a really good match. Yeah, I hope to see them continue to book all four of these guys. And um Yeah, Silver's Silver's a bad motherfucker, man. He might be short, but he kicks the shit out of people. Um he was doing those kicks to the chest and the, the shotgun. Man. I think Yeah. The ring I think is way overmiced, um, for the C C W show and we'll talk more about that in the main event because that became fucking ridiculous. But um
0: yeah, I, I like this match a lot. Yeah, uh, Space Monkey. I've seen him in a Wrestle Circus, I think, but he was doing more like a comedy match because he was with Joey Ryan and shit. And I was like, "Oh yeah, dude, I'm not feeling this." But um, a lot of grabbing monkey cock. Yeah, yeah, grabbing a tail and all, you know, like shit. But um, this one, I, I was really impressed. I was impressed by uh, Trey Miguel, Space Monkey, JT Dunn. I think I actually got better now with his timing and everything. Um, and Johnny Silver, you know, he's 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 great. So this this was a really good fucking match, and um, what was I gonna say about this? JT Dunn, um, him and David Starr, do they still have like an issue? Was that?
1: Yeah, I, I guess I guess so. I'm. David Starr seems to have a falling out with everyone he's ever friends with. I don't know yeah, if you've noticed a, that. Yeah, it's a theme. Yeah, here. It, it might be him. I'm <laughs> just just taking a random guess. It it might be him. He was a JML guy. He was a juicy product. Uh who else was he friends with? Uh I don't know. He's had a lot of falling outs though.
0: Yeah, um is is Trey Miguel in the J, JML shit Yeah, here? yeah, he's yep. He's sure. he's gang affiliated as well. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we can have like a Cage of Death like the JML gang fucking wars with the with the Hate Club, you know? Eastern Block Gang. Bring all that, yeah. Shit in, dude. You have a gang war. That actually probably yeah. better than what what you're gonna get. You're probably gonna get fucking Joe Gacy and RSP, which is the a... <sighs> yeah, fuck. You know that's yeah. what you're getting, right, dude? You know you're getting RSP and fucking Joe Gacy, Cage of Death, dude. I'm telling you, that's what's happening. But um, the next match was Matt Palmer, which I, I don't know who the fuck this dude is. And apparently, like, his gimmick is, like, who's this guy? Because they don't give him an entrance. And, you know, MLJ pretends like he doesn't know who the fuck this dude is.
1: But he books them on the fucking Dojo War shows. Like, he's the guy who fucking books the Dojo War shows. But he's like, I have no idea who's this guy that I fucking pay every goddamn week. It's just, yeah, that's a great gimmick. They should keep doing that. Um, Yeah, so the Flock of Seagulls kid is wrestling this guy. And they don't announce who that guy is, but he squashes the flock of seagulls, kid. And, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Austin Shakespeare.
1: That's his name. Yeah, the kid with the, the card and the flock of seagulls here.
0: The hot topic guy. Um, yep. Yeah. Next match was Shane Strickland, and he defeated Ethan Page to retain the CZW World Heavyweight Champion. Um, I sent you a screenshot of this. I don't know what the fuck was going on with Ethan Page's dome, man. He had some shit grown out of his fucking head, some alien shit. I don't know what's going on with that, dude, but I would probably get that checked out, man. That's
1: Yeah, I didn't see that until you fucking sent it to me. I was like, oh, what the fuck? That's gross. <laughs> He's got some shit going on. Uh, some big white shit growing out of the back of his head. Um, first thing I noticed about this was uh, Shane Strickland's entrance. Now, um, I understand why people get custom entrances, um, because obviously, you know you have rights to that. You could play that shit on like, you know, uh, pay-per-views without worrying about any kind of legal shit going on. And, you know, you could take that really anywhere with you and, and play it legally. Um, But I think it's a horrible idea for the most part because, you know, on the Indies, they, they play all the fucking copyrighted music and don't seem to ever get in trouble for it. Um, I, I think anyone who thinks that like yeah it might be cool to you because your actual name's all over it and it was made for you and it's just your song but what's the chance that like that's gonna be like a legitimate hit song <laughs> like if you were playing a hit song previous to that and the crowd's fucking going crazy for it and they they you can't think that it, that's better I mean, there's no way. I think it sounds like absolute shit. Shane Strickland's song sounds like garbage. Jeeze uh, did it for a minute. I hated his fucking song. He went back to the Mob Deep shit or, you know, whatever. Jeez he... is like a fucking mixtape when it comes to his entrance. He, he just kind of picks the hottest shit he feels like at the moment, you know? It's almost like he puts, like, a playlist on shuffle, and then he just, just comes out to that shit for a while.
0: Yeah, he's been doing uh, a Meek Mill for a couple of years now.
1: Yeah, but he, he went to Mob Deep and shit. He was, yeah, he was coming out to, I think, Eye for an Eye or uh, one of those. Um, they was coming out all sorts of shit, but Strickland, um, yeah, you know, he had a song that was working and then he just played like a hot second of that and then broke into this fucking, you know, custom personalized song that I think is garbage. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of it when I do that. Again, I understand because then you own it. But it's fucking shit. So um, the match, I, I, I'm not a big Ethan Page fan. Uh, I haven't really been impressed by too much that he's done. When they brought him in for best of the best a year or two ago, I think two years ago, I wasn't impressed by anything he did. I actually like this match a lot. I, I liked what Ethan Page did. I think he's supposedly like a free agent now because he stopped working for Evolve. So he might actually be available a lot more too. Um, I thought this match was really good and um, it really showed like the type of shit he can do. So,
0: well, I don't I don't think being with Evolve ever you know stops a guy from getting booked though. You know, maybe I mean, not. Um, I mean Dickinson I don't know. is doing every Evolve. You know, Matt Riddle is doing every Evolve. And they're Damn. still everywhere. You know.
1: Yeah i I think as far as like eye pay per views, I think that that might limit you. Cause I think some of the, like the contract type stuff only runs into like pay-per-view type shit. You know? Um, I don't know if evolved held you back at all. Obviously even just being booked for those dates, you know, I mean that, that could factor in like those, those are just available dates. I mean, so at the very least he's more available
0: that way. Uh, let's go to the next match. Um, and by the way, obviously Shane Strickland won the match and a trash finish too. It was just like
1: quick bullshit out of nowhere with a roll up.
0: And expect a rematch. That's what they kind of teased at the end. Um Ethan Page gave him the you know the fuck you finger and walked off so.
1: Yeah, cuz he was like demanding. He was like overly fucking obsessed with like I really need a handshake now because you talked a lot of shit and now you have to shake my fucking hand and it's like what settle down. What the what the fuck is your problem? Yeah. <laughs> Demanded handshakes. So, no, uh, before we got into the next match, the mid-card mafia came back out. Oh, and yeah. uh, they painted Kid Osborne like David Putty at a devil's game. Um, <laughs> and uh, then uh, Joe Gacy's complaining and whining. And uh, at some point, he says this. CZW treated me very unfairly. But, like, I, I didn't even do it justice because I laughed he said like czw treated me very unfairly <laughs> Like he said that shit like like my kids say shit like that when they don't get their way so he's like on one hand trying to be a badass like we're gonna they keep saying like we're gonna kill kid osborne and i'm like first off you ain't killing any fucking buddy like We've seen some crazy-ass death matches, and the motherfucker is not dying. So I'm pretty sure Joe Gacy and a bunch of his friends in Halloween costumes aren't going to kill a man in the ring. Um, they've already painted on him, so I'm thinking that this is already not going to get... Like, you know, they've had, like, beatdowns in the past in, in CCW and other companies where you pull the guy from the back all bloodied up and fucked up. The most they did is fucking painted him. <laughs> so... <laughs> He looks tired and painted, and uh, they bring him out there, and they're holding him, and uh, Strickland goes, "I will not let Kit die." <laughs> it's Like this shit is so bad, like he demands a world title shot, and they're like, "No, no, don't, don't give in to him or whatever." <laughs> and Shane Strickland proclaims, "Yeah, I, I will not let Kit die over this," so because uh, there's obvious evidence of a lot of deaths that have come out of joe gacy
0: yeah
1: and um the, he he grants him the title shot and then he goes we're gonna kill him anyway <laughs> and uh that cued a, a shitty curb stomp like a really shitty curb stomp that was him dying i guess um so uh rest in peace to, uh kid osborne and um yeah, so that that's gonna be the title shot next month.
0: Uh, Your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the curb stomp was definitely awful. It was it was horrible as far as you know getting killed. That I, I, that does not come even close to what they uh, murder. What, yeah, exactly. That doesn't
1: replicate murder. Yeah,
0: and um, I thought it was really silly of Shane Strickland to come out there and say, yeah, "I'm not gonna let the Kid die. I'm not gonna let him die." It's <laughs> like give him the title <laughs> match. Can't, this kid can't die today um I, I don't know man it's it's not it's not working for me i'm not gacy's losing me more and more by the day man i'm just i'm not feeling any of this shit. i
1: can't take it man i i just i really can't take it it's, it's not fucking remotely entertaining i cannot take this dude seriously he's a mid Carter taking a show over like stop no one gives a fuck and um, the world title shot next month, um, as as you hinted, you fully believe that he's going to beat Shane Strickland and then it's going to go RSP Joe Gacy in the cage of death. Oh, man. That's so terrible.
0: That's <laughs> So terrible. So terrible. Oh, Jesus.
1: They're pushing this Gacy angle too much to not give him the title. That I, so I, I tend to believe you and, and agree with you, but holy shit, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> it's
0: it's going to be horrible, yeah.
1: That's the worst thing ever. I mean, really.
0: I was surprised though Tremont, Tremont didn't wrestle on the show at all. I guess he's the owner now, so he doesn't have to wrestle as much, you know? He is um, yeah. making it easy.
1: The good news is when you put Joe Gacy over for the title, the CCW World Champion has 28 days of the month available for bookings. Where Shane Strickland might be busy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Speaking of Shane Strickland, you had him on the show, and uh, you obviously talked to him about you know me not being a, f- a huge fan of the smiling and all that. And I told you he he basically admitted it himself, man, that he at some point he probably did smile a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> he smiles too much. I don't know, dude. You know, yeah. He be said He it down to a
1: smirk at this point. Yeah, like man. it's not even a smile anymore.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I've, I've I've I like him more than I've ever liked him before. You know, like I, I can say I'm a fan of the guy. I'm just not. I just I don't know. Not. The biggest fan, if you will. But uh, Hmm. beforehand, I I couldn't stand him in like 2012, 2013 when he first was coming in. I I, I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. uh, Now that he's got like the dreadlocks and the fucking glasses and, you know, he's putting some fucking... He's invested in his actual gear and shit. He's got the jacket and all that. You know, he's actually got a gimmick going. It's not just some fucking smiling dude coming out doing 450 slashes. you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then the next match, uh, the next match comes up and Gabriel Iglesias comes out with, um, MLJ, uh, lip syncing his song, um, you know, that, they call me fluffy comic. He comes out and, um, then, uh, Greg excellent attacks him and they, the security breaks up a scheduled match. So it doesn't happen. Um.
0: I didn't, even, I didn't even think about Go it. Go ahead, man.
1: I don't know. That's all I got.
0: <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. Now that you put it. <laughs> what the fuck? Fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, let's stop this advertised match and send him back to the locker room. <laughs> hey, you guys are getting a little violent. Like, is that. What the fuck? I wish Joe Gacy would have came out right after that and talked about. Cut a fucking whole promo about how the fans weren't treated fairly because. You know they didn't get to see the advertised match because of the security, but uh, dude, that's fucking. CCW
1: treated me unfairly.
0: This is this is not good, man. With the bed sheets. Yeah, with the bed sheets on the wall and security stopping matches that are supposed to happen, and I can't hear the second commentary guy because he's fucking doing it from backstage. It's just I don't know. And the lights are the, the lights. Honestly, I missed the show, but people were saying they had fucking migraines. You know? Because the lights are like football stadium lights in a fucking, yeah. you know, in a basement. And it's like, oh, dude, come on. I don't know. Didn't, that, didn't yeah. they have a bunch of stuff that, that they owned as far as, like, you know, screens and all that?
1: I I don't know. I really don't know what they had, what they owned, what they rented. What they, I have no idea what CZW's production yeah. is like. I just know that this, this was not good. And... I mean, in defense of the lights, I've been at ROH shows, like, um, the one final battle that Muda was there, I had one of the worst headaches of my fucking life from, I don't know if I just had it anyway, and the lights made it that much worse. But, like, Ring of Honor will, like, black out the arena, and then the lights that hit the ring are just fucking intense. And if you're ringside, like, you get fucked, you get drilled with that shit. But, like, you know, a couple rows back, it's not as severe. So, I mean, it could really just be the angle. I know it definitely came through, like, the sun was in the corner of the screen, you know, when they panned over a little bit. So, I don't know. I don't know if it was if it was that bad or if it was just, like, a ringside fan that wasn't used to that type of shit. But um, I, I think if you get the lights fucking bumping that much, as far as those big corner lights, you got to find a way to black out the rest of the arena. So it just spotlights your ring, not fucking everything.
0: Yeah, you they got to find a way to at least black it out, dude. I mean, it was way too much light, you know? Yeah. And Dude, imagine that on like HD when they put it on Blu-ray, you know? Yeah. It's going to fucking kill you, man. That's, that's awful. But um, Ace yeah. Romero and Greg Excellent, obviously, not, not too much to comment on. I mean, they just fucking brawled for a second, and that was that. Yeah. This is dragging <clears> out <throat> yeah. the cage of death, clearly.
1: <clears throat> yeah, of course. And not everyone wants to see that. So.
0: Uh, Mr. Yeah. Claxton against uh, was scheduled to go against Jimmy Lloyd, Alex Colon, and RSP in a four-way CCW rules match.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Brandon Kirk attacked Jimmy Lloyd backstage. Which this, you know, is obviously like a little pattern here that you were seeing people getting jumped backstage. Maybe this, the new, I don't know, man, the locker room isn't the safest place to be, I guess.
1: Brandon Kirk seemed to be more dangerous than Joe Gacy's entire mid card mafia because he brought the dude out bloody, not just painted with a smiley face. So I feel like I'm more worried about him taking a show over than I am Gacy's crew. Um, But what I thought was really funny is, um, Brandon Kirk came out, he gets on the mic and he says, "Jimmy Lloyd's getting all these these opportunities because Jimmy Lloyd is in the back sucking off DJ and Sammy. Now it's my turn." And I'm like, well, "Hold on. hold on. Wait a minute. Cuz I don't I don't know if you just I don't know if you know what you just signed up for, but um <laughs> I don't know if you should have finished the first sentence and then followed it with that sentence." If you worked that out beforehand, the math of, of the, the promo that you were just cutting, but I feel like you're about to suck two guys' dicks now, <laughs> but I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, just, I was like, hold on. <laughs> now it's your turn. <laughs> kind of shit. Um, But Brandon Kirk actually really, this is a dude I had no use for at all. Um, He actually really impressed me in this match. Not saying like, yo, he was, he was the greatest thing ever. But like he played a really good role in the match. I thought his work looked really good in the match. And um, I, I personally, I think he was an upgrade from Jimmy Lloyd being in this match. And his intensity, his, his character portrayal, and all of that type of shit, I think he'll actually do well in CZW, which I never, ever would have thought previous to seeing this. Like I, If someone just said, yeah, Brandon Kirk's coming into CZW, I would have rolled my fucking eyes. But I honestly have faith in this dude doing well in CZW.
0: Yeah, what are your thoughts on a uh, Crowbar coming to Dojo Wars?
1: I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, who gives a fuck about anything that comes to Dojo Wars?
0: Uh, don't you think that's a downgrade, though? <laughs> to, like, bring Do in, you like, think... a Crowbar for fucking Dojo
1: Wars? Do you think they're going to put him against the guy who they don't know his name? Or are they going to put him against Jimmy Lloyd? Or, I mean, D- Dojo Deej? Or,
0: I mean, who gives a fuck? Jimmy Lloyd. That's, I mean, that's who we tagged. So, I'm yeah. guessing that's that's what's happening. But um, let's go to the next match. I mean, there, was, there wasn't was really too much crazy shit in this match, I thought. Got a little bit of blood here and there. Chair shots and, you know, typical. Yeah. Match. Nothing too <clears> crazy <throat> at all. Um, The next match. And
1: Claxton, like, ran in and stole the pin. Like, he would, he didn't even wrestle in the match, but then he just came running in at the end and stole the pin. But, all right. Yeah.
0: The carnies, the goddamn carnies, these fucking guys mm-hmm. yeah. defeated the hooligans and uh, the storm of entrails, which is Schlack and Dan O'Hare in a three-way yeah. tag team match. Um, before we get into this, I, I had the hooligans on, and uh, I asked them about their-, their run in CCW with DJ, and I told them what DJ said about them, and they said that they've had this same conversation with them. And uh, they were asked to tone it down. You know, they were asked to take it easy. And they were basically restricted. They had a lot of restrictions on what they can do and what they can't do. Um, and they weren't really happy about that. And I feel like the same shit happened this time. Because this, this wasn't really. You mean to tell me that the hooligans and schlack wouldn't. If, the, if, if all the cuffs are off and they can do what the fuck they want. You're telling me this is the type of match they would have, you know? Yeah. Um. I've never seen the Carnies before, unfortunately.
1: Uh, we're going to see him again. Um, cause they won this fucking match, so the, they think that they're a good idea. Um, the one's just like a fat pasty dude with six pages of flash tats on him. Uh, his last name is awful, which should be a very big indication of what you're going to get. Um, the whole match was just sloppy and shitty and all over the place, and, and I really think that the Carnies are terrible. Maybe this was just a bad match on their end, but Especially the, the the pasty fucking awful dude, uh, just really really bad.
0: Yeah, not not a good first uh, first impression, man. Yeah, so there wasn't really much in this match that I mean they use some some barbed wire boards and typical mm-hmm. stuff, but this isn't I don't know, man. For for the slack that I've seen, to see him like tone it down so much in CZW. Fucking combat zone. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Awful. Let Let me mention one more thing about this goddamn arena mm. that, before I forget. Um, So they, they took the barbed wire out of the logo for mm-hmm. all the video production and all that. Don't half-ass something if you're going to stick to it, man. You can't have the whole fucking arena with the CZW logo, with the barbed wire. Even though the video production still has the same logo. So you can't tell me that they don't have enough money to invest. You know, well, what the fuck is Marquez there for then, you know? But the, the video production logo, if you haven't changed that and you change it on your website, like, be consistent. You can't just have it without barbed wire somewhere, somewhere it does. The DVD has <laughs> yeah. it, but the website doesn't have it. You know, it's like, what the fuck yeah. is going on, dude?
1: Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So.
0: But uh, that brings us to, I believe, the main event. But the hooligans, do you see them nah. coming back? I don't, I don't think DJ probably was impressed with this match, and I don't think they're probably happy with it this match either
1: nah i i just i don't think DJ's big on the hooligans for some reason um so yeah because like he he held back like, bringing him in for the longest time then he brought him in and then he even said on my show possibly even your show like well i brought him in and like the fans weren't that crazy about it it's like dude i don't know if you thought like a thousand people were going to come into the building because you booked them once but anyone who's seen what the hooligans do i think the hooligans would be a good like regular tag team to use in CZW, like regulars, not just bring in one book some kind of quote unquote dream match, and then call it a day. I think those would be like a good, you know, they got a really good, you know, gimmick. It's not really a gimmick. It's kind of what they are, but, um, you know, a different look, it's not just like generic tag team. It's some wild fucking hillbillies out there doing some, you know, some hardcore shit. And I think they would just fit in CZW. So, but whatever. I mean, DJ is going to use what DJ wants to and Sammy or whoever the fuck.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's uh they're definitely a good fit. And um even guys like EYFBO you know, Zachary Wentz and, and Desmond Xavier. What happened to all these dudes? Because, I mean, you can't say TNA signed them and now they can't do bookings. They're doing fun. Desmond Xavier is going to be a hybrid. You can't tell me he can't do CZW anymore, you know?
1: Again, the only thing that I would say, and, I again, I don't know how much truth this, this holds, but I think there is a problem as far as eye-pay-per-views go, you know? So I, I don't know if you can eye-pay-per-view these guys. But, again, I they're not even doing live eye-pay-per-views at the moment. So. Right. Um, but I know there were some problems with that, like when they used, um, I want to say they used Adam Cole before he went somewhere, at, at, but they put him on like a dark match or some shit like that, like years back, I think he was like available for something and they put him on a dark match cause then, you know, they wouldn't get in any kind of trouble. So I don't know. I guess it really depends on the individual company and what their contract says and what you could work and what you can't. But, um, I, I don't know if it's just fear of like, you know, availability, you know, TNA comes up. That's obviously going to take priority, so you can't rely on them. I, I don't know. I don't really know what it is, but yeah, they they stopped using all those guys. Pepper Parks all of that shit. They had um TV Ready was running pretty pretty well. They were, they were really established and they were doing their thing, and it just kind of left them having nothing for G's because they just stopped using Pepper Parks as soon as those guys were signed over there.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of tag teams that they can use. I think the CZW tag team division was really strong a couple months ago with EYFBO, the Hit Squad, and you know Wentz and, and Desmond, and you know uh, even at one point they were they were starting to like bring in Dickinson for a little bit, you know, so yeah. they could have brought in Jacko with them, um, and now dude, you look at it, I mean the, the tag team division is awful. There's barely any at all, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you got those uh, fucking guys
1: who've never worked in a CZW arena are the champions. So that, that's <laughs> probably that's probably a good indication they don't give a fuck about the tags. And if they go into Cage of Death with these fucks still the champions and still having not worked there, then they might as well just retire the fucking tag titles because they've had it for how many months have these guys have been champions? Like literally like, like six, six months? months. Yeah,
0: literally like six months. And, and been- still not worked in it awful yeah. dude like literally put uh, let's give them three seconds to think about that literally they need to let this marinate in their brain we've had fucking CCW champions for six months and we've never seen them at all think about that right. for a second.
1: yeah strip the titles and then give them a shot when they're fucking healthy like oh yeah we had it and then you motherfuckers took them off of us you know let them come back and fucking challenge for the titles but in the meantime
0: fucking have your titles for christ's sake or just have... I don't know. What's the issue with them? They can't come here or they're injured? What's going on with
1: them? I think the one dude broke his wrist or some shit. But... Alright. Because they were supposed to wrestle here and then he posted like a picture from the hospital bed like, yeah, it broke my wrist, so I'm not going to be there for a while. But it's like, but you haven't been yet. So let's just fucking end this... You know, this experiment and,
0: you know... Back to the drawing board when you guys are healthy. I, I honestly, I don't even know what they're called. I, I don't know who the CZW champions are.
1: Yeah, I forget the name of their team. Yeah.
0: Jay, let me ask you this. Uh, Ten years ago, would you ever think, knowing yourself, at, at one point you just would have no idea who the CZW champions are?
1: No, me, no. Absolutely not. I, I followed c c w so heavily, and honestly, like, The only reason I even give a fuck about it is because I was so dedicated and so loyal to CZW for so long that I have a soft spot for it. I just, I want to know what's going on in CZW, even though a lot of times I have zero interest in watching it at all. I have less than zero interest at ever attending another show in CZW, but. I, I still want to know what goes on, just because I have that connection with CZW. It's like, you know, he bought the letters that I happen to care about. But um, yeah, yeah, there's not a point where I would just not know who the fucking champions are. Like, it's it's fucking weird.
0: I don't think a lot of people have any clue who the champions no. are right now, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's crazy. But yeah, yeah, let's let's move to the main event. We had uh mm-hmm. the celebration of Maxwell.
1: Yeah. So. You know, the Feinstein kid comes out dressed like Bob Cratchit and he's, uh, fucking talking and, and then, uh, you know, it leads to like a Joey Janela fucking, you know, whatever that, that fucking artsy kid's fucking video puts together. Then Joey Janela comes out looking like the NWO disciple with Brian Knob shirt on. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah. So this is, this is how we started this.
0: Yeah. I actually, uh, I, I think they can pull off a really good feud, these two guys. Um, I think they're both charismatic. I really like that Feinstein kid, man. I, I think he's good. Yeah. He's really fucking good. He's great. very good. Yeah, he's really good. And, um, I, you know, this whole thing started over uh, Penelope. Uh, you know, she's, she's had a change of hearts a couple times going back and forth between them two. She was kind of teasing going back to Joey um, during this, which became a match. And uh, we we mentioned light tubes before, man. No CCW mm-hmm. mentioned it on their Twitter. Some fans were asking if they're going to be using light tubes. They basically damn near guaranteed slash promised it at this show. And yeah. uh, Penelope came out with a bundle of three. And Joey Janela ended up not getting smashed over the head by uh, MJF with the light tubes. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on them being able to do light tubes and? Do you think this is, like, a good tease? Like, are, were you were you okay with just, you know, one little spot of light tubes? Or do you think they're going to do think it this, every show? What yeah. is this?
1: I mean, what they were trying to accomplish with the spot is obviously to show a divide between Penelope and, and Joey. And I get that. But as far as, like, the spot itself, violence-wise, like, this is 2017, guys. It's like, that shit isn't – that doesn't fly, you know? So, I mean, it it, it made the point you wanted to make. And maybe now that'll perk all the fans up, like, holy shit, we're really going to get into something now. And we'll see where it goes. I mean, we'll see if that's if that's the extent of what they're going to do with light tubes and fucking leave them at home, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I guess we'll see how it goes. Um, My big problem with this fucking match is Joey is just yelling, like argumentative promos at fucking Feinstein throughout the whole fucking match. Like if you get signed by the WWE before I do, I'm going to go into the ring and I'm going to kick the shit out of you in front of Regal and Triple H and Johnny Ace and fucking. And it's like, dude, is this guy going to shut the fuck up? Like, I don't understand. Like, like he was just yelling like conversations to the dude during the match. And the mat, the ring is so fucking mic'd that it, I mean he might as well have been on the mic for it. It just it came off really fucking weird to me, ruined the match. Um, maybe I'm you know more particular, but um, I mean the the two of them are tremendously talented in the ring, and I agree they could you know make for a hell of a feud. But like the talking throughout the match was fucking weird.
0: Yeah, I mean he called him a pussy the whole time. It didn't bother me at all. Actually, I actually really like this. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really like this. Um. I gotta wonder though. I mean, do you think this is gonna lead to like a death match as the payoff? Because I mean, they did fucking tubes, so I imagine when they have an actual match, tubes are kind of part of the story now.
1: Yeah. I mean, I hope it doesn't lead to a longer conversation because I don't think <laughs> I can handle that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what they plan as far as the cage of death and and what they're gonna do with that. Um, you know, I I feel like. I think the RSP thing, when they initially announced that, was in the Cage of Death, not just at the Cage of Death, right?
0: I I was under the assumption that it was in the Cage of Death match, but they could have been slick about it and just said, you're going to get a title shot at Cage of Death. But saying that, I don't don't know. I don't know, because they could just do the match with uh, MJF and Joey Janela in the Cage of Death.
1: The other thing I want to mention, as far as that, because I just, for whatever reason, forgot about it when we talked about it. Enough with these motherfucking mid-card world title matches. The th- fucking third, fourth match on the card should not be your fucking world title. I'm sorry, it's you know when fucking Gabriel Iglesias has a higher spot on the fucking card than fucking your world title match. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't think that that's cool. Um, I think you're you're lowering the standards of your world title. I'm not saying every show should main event your world title. I think it's perfectly okay to put your wire title as the main or your tag titles as the main. Or just like a crazy death match as the main. But at the very least, your fucking your world title should semi-main event. It just should. I mean... I think it should hold a high standard as far as what your title means. And, and, you know, being your biggest star should be your world champion, you know, at least the way you portray him. I mean, it could be the biggest jobber on the planet, but you should be portraying him like the fucking top of the top and the third match on the card or fourth match on the card to me is bullshit. And more so than ever, they've done it. They, They did a shitload of it with Joe Gacy. Casey almost never made a ended as world champion. And I understood that because th- I don't think the fans would have went home happy. And then they've just continued it. And I, I don't like it. I, I really, really dislike that. So, but yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know if they build this to more hardcore, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, with Joey, you never know. They might turn this on to like a full on gay angle and then they will be tag team partners in two months.
0: Yeah, you never know, man. We'll see what happens, but I'm 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 excited for this feud. I think this is uh this will be good.
1: If, if you show up, he might just <laughs> turn in another direction to troll you.
0: Yeah, that's true. And bang that's the true. guy right in the ring. But uh, I'm surprised you like Brandon Kirk out of this. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think he played a really good role. I I think uh you know what he did in the match was good. Like I said, he had some pretty good intensity. You know more so than i could say about a lot of guys including uh, the guy you replaced
0: but uh anything else that, that we missed that you want to talk about i think we got everything nah i think that's about it yeah we got all everything right. all right we'll be back uh next week i'm 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 sure cuz we got uh three shows yeah. that i'll be going to next week so next week is fucking is, is brutal we got uh three hybrid
1: oh hybrid. hybrid yes yeah we got
0: hybrid friday night we got uh beyond and gcw as the he- double headers So I'll I'll be at the shows. We'll come back and we'll review those, and I'm sure that's enough topics to definitely get us through a show. So for sure next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, Listen to Yakuza Kick Radio. Go to iTunes. um, Wednesdays 9 p.m. BlogTalkRadio.com/slash Yakuza. Check out the Hot Tech Podcast, THT Podcast, on iTunes, and we'll be back next Sunday. Peace. Peace.